0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Fastball Fever. Uh, sorry for the delay. Um I know it's been almost four weeks since our previous episode. I was in Egypt. I will take blame for that, but as always, I am the host, Christian Carruthers, and per usual is Ben. <laughs> I am
1: Ben. I am Ben. <laughs>
0: um today we will be talking about the state of the league halfway through the uh MOB season we will also be talking about the stars of the first half of the season p- players that have really defined the f- first half and have shown us really that they're here to play um as And then also there was the All Star break. We will recap what mainly happened in those, just an overview. Um, And per usual, elsewhere in sports will be talked about. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. First, we have the state of the league after the first half of the MLB season. Um, first, let me just start off by saying the, the American League contains both the best division and the absolute worst division mm-hmm, in yeah. all of MLB. The AL East, every single team is above five hundred at the moment. Mm-hmm. And but the AL Central, there is not one team above five hundred. The
1: The Twins are right now at five hundred, forty six and
0: forty six. I know that's what I'm saying. There there's not a team over five hundred. Um <laughs> The, I honestly think by the end of the season, unless the, the whole division can kind of turn it around, uh, I think just to win that division, you just need to have a season that will end over 500. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you'll probably get smoked in the playoffs, but then that's all you need to win that division. The AL West, also not doing bad. I mean, the
1: only thing that's really taking them down are the A's.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're.
1: Oh, every other team is doing pretty well. <laughs> what? Just the ace. They're so below 500. 25 and 68. How is that possible? Like, I just don't get it. Like, a, a 269 win percentage.
0: I mean, then again, like, what are the Royals at? The Royals aren't doing that well either but they're in the mediocre AL Central that yeah, is. Yeah,
1: there's no like expectation for the AL Central. There's an expectation in the AL West.
0: Yeah. I mean like you have the reigning champion Astros. Mhm. Um
1: you have the Rangers who are stacked, honestly. I think they, they had five
0: starting all-stars.
1: I know, that was too many. My dad me and my dad were saying like there should be a rule of how many all-stars should start in the game. Yeah.
0: Um I saw something that, in, like, a comment section of something, I forget where, I think it was a Bleacher Report article, the uh, comment section was saying, so, I'm watching this uh, All-Star game, and I'm starting to be able to tell that it is the American League versus the Los Angeles Braves.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums was it up. That
1: pretty good. I, also, another thing... The Washington Nationals, Josiah Gray, did pitch. He didn't pitch against the Rangers when they came, but he did face two Rangers in his three batters that he faced in the All-Star game. That is crazy. This is just, like, that's too many All-Stars. The same thing with the Braves, who had, like, was it eight reserves? How many was Maybe. it? Or I, was that in total?
0: No, they had ten total.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they okay. had,
0: like, ten total All-Stars. Okay. But, but anyway. that's
1: just, just, like, that's too many.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, I'm going to be honest here. I think the uh, two, the centrals in each, the American League and the National League, they're both, they're me- they're, they're mediocre at best.
1: The, be- the highlights of that is the Cincinnati Reds and L.A. De La Cruz's.
0: I mean, but actually the Brewers are now tied with them for first. Sa- same records and stuff. But, um, I mean, despite that, they're... The only two teams in that division who are over 500, and they're kind of just
1: barely over. Let me talk about the NLEs for a second. Maybe the most surprising division. We all knew the Nationals, my hometown Nats, would be in the bottom. Most surprising, the reigning NL champions, the Phillies, are just above 500. 13 games behind first place Braves. And... Mo- and their big sign trade turner is not having the year that they needed him, and the Miami Marlins over five hundred doing well they're they're made one of the best trades for Luis Ri, and the Mets are just like trying i i i I honestly think I don't think the Phillies I don't think
0: that's the biggest surprise yeah. I mean they were just an underdog last year mm-hmm. that did really well. I think the biggest surprise in all of baseball might have might literally be. The Padres and the Mets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you're talking about two lineups that should probably get you to the top of each division. I mean, I get if there's the Braves in the NL East, and there mm-hmm. are the Dodgers and, but also like the Diamondbacks. They are surprising too. Mm-hmm. But currently, the Padres are below the freaking Giants.
1: I don't. I mean, like they did have like a hundred plus win season, but that was like two, three years ago. Last season, they were bad. This season, they're just, like, kind of doing well with, like, decent players.
0: Yeah, I was listening to another podcast um, about baseball, and they were going over the NLS, and they said um, the Dodgers, they're per usual. I mean, they're usually there. Uh, The Diamondbacks, big surprise, but they're doing insanely well. The Giants, also a little bit of a surprise. The Padres, not performing at the level – that we uh, would like, and the Rockies also play baseball.
1: Yeah, the Rockies, I mean, like, they started the season a little bit hot. Nobody really ever, ever expects anything from the Rockies. Maybe it's because where they are in I in mean, Colorado. I, I I just think that they should, you know, be yeah.
0: doing a lot better than they are. Yeah, but I mean, also,
1: I mean, like, the Padres and the Mets are both in the fourth place. I know. This is... In- they're both under five hundred. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Mets I mean like, the Padres are not that far behind, they're only eight and a half games behind, but they have a lot of ground to make up to be better than the Dodgers. Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, I think the uh Reds it, it the Reds would be surprising if um Ellie de la Cruz wasn't Ellie yeah. de la Cruz. Yeah.
1: Um if, you, if he wasn't cruising.
0: Yeah. But he, the self-proclaimed fastest man in the world, is
1: still being fast.
0: Still being fast and really helping his team get to towards the top of the division. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a mediocre division, mediocre at best. But um,
1: yeah,
0: I there's they still are tied with the Brewers for first place. Which also another big surprise, the Cardinals.
1: Yeah. The Cardinals, they're, they're usually, they, like, they're always... They were always a competitor. They were the NL Central division winner last year, and now they're 38-52 and 52 and 11 games behind, the Reds and the Brewers. I know. It's just, it's... It's crazy, it, it's, especially with the, like, Contreras signing, all the stuff they did over the offseason.
0: It, it's, it's been a crazy MOB season, to say the least. Yeah. I mean we have a guy from the Marlins almost hitting 400 mm-hmm. we have um a rookie leading his team to well actually scratch that two rookies leading their respective teams to the top of each division mm-hmm. um the Cardinals, Mets and Padres are doing
1: bad and we have a team that bought land and is building a stadium that will be ready in, like,
0: Even though said three te- years. Even
1: though said team sucks. Yes, and said team needs <laughs> Said team has bought land, and said team does not have enough money, probably, to make this new stadium in said town that already has said AAA team. Where is is said AAA team going? I don't know, and I don't really care. Uh, Moving on from said team (laughs) Yes
0: (laughs) uh, Let's just call them the boys in green (laughs) Yeah Even though they ain't very lucky Nope No luck of the Irish (laughs) Yup Okay moving on uh, moving on, we have, um, some stars who have defined the first half. Fair first me. up, I mean, it's without a question. R-A-J. Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't feel like I need to say much about him. I mean, I feel like everybody already knows about him. Yeah. I mean, I we talked about him week one of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's, and then here's the ridiculous thing. If he stays at, like, the amount of, um um the amount of numbers in each category that he, if if he doubles that like he, uh from what he did in the first half he is on pace to have a 40-80 season.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: That's unheard of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and I remember I was saying that he has a 30-30 season at the least and I said it's most likely that he has a 40-40 season. Throw that out the window. He's on pace for at least A 47, 40-70 season. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, everybody knows him. I feel like this is his, like, I'm back kind of season. Even Mm -hmm. though he was back last year, he didn't, he wasn't really in the news as Mm -hmm. much as he is this year because, quite frankly, I don't think many people have ever performed at the level that he's playing at this season. Nobody
1: has, really. I feel like the closest somebody has been is, Maybe Ricky Henderson, but I don't think Ricky hit this hit this many home runs.
0: I mean, his batting average is three thirty one, which is still re- really good. That's in that's really good. I mean, it's nothing compared to what Elise Luisa Rice has been doing. But that's just I mean, what a what Luisa Rice is uh doing is unhuman, mm-hmm. and I feel like what Ronald Cunha Jr. is doing is also unhuman. Um... He has seventy nine runs scored.
1: That's a lot. Yeah, that's, a, that's like a that that's unheard of. That's really a lot. You might not think that's a lot, but that's one half of the season gone.
0: Yeah, so he's on pace to have like he's on pace to have over one hundred and fifty runs scored by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he has fifty five RBIs, which that's solid. Mm-hmm. Forty one stolen
1: bases. That's he has a. Almost a, he has a little bit more RBIs than Stolen Bases. Only like a le- like fourteen more.
0: Yeah. Um one hundred and nineteen hits. Um and he has a fi- a uh, five point war, which I mean that's just that's actually kinda hard to do. Uh for like that Windsor replacement, especially with a team as stacked as the one that he has. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of players on that team that can take um High Wars too. But uh, he also he also uh clearly draws walks considering his on base percentage is four oh eight, which mm-hmm. is um almost a hundred more than his batting average. Mm-hmm. It's I mean Ronald Cooney Jr. is doing Ronald Acuna Junior's things. It's yep.
1: moving on to Corbin Carroll, the standout rookie for the Arizona Diamondbacks. started yeah, there's no way the he Diamondback. Do- started the All Star game.
0: There's no way he doesn't win rookie
1: of the year. Yeah. There's no way. There is no way. There's nobody else. Ellie Dale L- 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 Cruz is ha- came in at, like, the end of the first half. He's, he doesn't have enough games. He started too late. Yeah. Um, but also, another thing with Corbin Carroll, gets on base, hits home runs. He's also pretty fast. I mean, like, his spread chart, he hits it to all parts of the field as a lefty outfielder, plays center. He has to be fast to play center. There's just nothing really about him that's really, that like, that weak. He can basically do everything.
0: And the crazy thing is, he is a rookie with a three point seven WAR. Yeah. A rookie. Mhm. Um.
1: That's not. That's not normal.
0: I mean, you look at his batting average, and that doesn't all 29- impress you. Two
1: ninety two is still a good batting average. Yeah, it's not it's, like, you,
0: bad. It's not bad, but like it, that compared to, I keep mentioning him because that's he's. I feel like he's going to be who everybody gets compared to, Luis Arise, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not fair to be compared to him because he's doing... Inhu- he He's putting up an inhuman batting average mm-hmm. of n- nearly 400, and that's, that's really, like... That's really hard to do, obviously, mm-hmm. and I don't think that he should be the me- measuring stick no. considering no. Um, 292. That is a very impressive average.
1: Yeah, but this... Corbin Carroll should be the measuring stick. He is, like, everything he does is either average or above it. And, like, this is a guy that could maybe have a 30-30 season this year, 18 home runs, 26 RBIs, not 26 stolen bases, my bad. But this is a guy that, like, he should be, like, the standard. He's do He does everything well. He does everything. He does a lot of things above well. There's nothing that bad. There's nothing bad about him, and he is a nice guy. He very. He's a young dude. He's a young man who's doing everything right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think. Um, moving
0: on to next. Uh,
1: his, his teammate.
0: His teammate. Um, he was the National League starter. Mm-hmm. Zach Gallen, kill a bird. Zach Gallen. <laughs> um, he. He's. I mean. He's ha- has been a really good pitcher. I mean, he's kind of gone a little under the radar when you have Spencer Strider throwing as many strikeouts as Spencer Strider is throwing. But um, he still, he's, he Zach Allen still has one hundred and twenty five strikeouts mm-hmm. only halfway through the year, which that's really good, especially since he has um nineteen games started. That I mean, Zach Allen. He might fly a little under the radar, but he shouldn't. No.
1: He uh and, should not. and
0: and if he does fly under the radar, it's only a little bit. I mean I, as we said, he was the all star game starter. Mm-hmm. I that's hard to do in today's league. Yep. Um but yeah. Um eleven wins, three losses.
1: That's in eighteen starts in the first half. Nineteen. Nineteen? That's a lot of starts for the first half. This man is not injured. He's healthy and these mm-hmm. stats are not made up by two games. Yes. Should we move on? Yes. I got this one. Moving on, Tampa Bay Rays, hit an all hit a home run in the All Star game. Yandi Diaz plays first base for them. This year I feel like it's his breakout season. He's hitting three twenty three. A dude that does is not was not usually known for like having a high batting average and getting on base a lot. He was known to hit home runs, and he still is doing that, 13 home runs. Hit one in the All-Star Game, as I said before. But there's, like, the only really bad thing about this player is that he's not fast. He's a first baseman. First basemen are not tend to be fast. If they were fast, they'd probably play shortstop or third base.
0: Yeah, Um. but I will say I'm a little salty about him right now, considering he hit one off uh, my boy Mitch Keller in the uh, All-Star Game. But uh, I'll, I'll try not to stay salty. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: like this guy, he's having a breakout season. There's nothing much bad about him he is some he is a key player in the Rays very good season so far, and I think if he stays there his whole career, he could definitely be a jersey like to retiree.
0: yeah, moving on i th- last time I checked, he's tied for first place for hits um. It is uh his name is Boba No, not the Star Wars character Boba Fett. This is Boba Um but yeah, he currently has a 3.17 batting average, 122 hits. Um I feel like his stolen bases should be up more cuz I feel like he is faster than his stolen bases are showing mm-hmm. with only 3 stolen bases, but he uh, um I mean, Boba he's he's hitting singles he's doing he's producing for the team um a team which most people when you you're thinking of the Blue Jays nowadays you're going to think Vladimir Guerrero Jr which we'll get to later when we talk about the All-Star break but Vladimir Guerrero Jr let's be honest he ha- he isn't putting up the home run total that we were expecting he's still putting up quite a few but it's not what we were expecting
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I feel like Bobachette he's the he's the contributor that's really hitting getting base hits when needed. It's I mean he's Bobochet is once again, as I said, like last time I checked he was tied for first place in hits with mm-hmm. a guy who's hitting almost four hundred. Mm-hmm. That's
1: crazy.
0: That's crazy good. Um
1: also yeah. another thing with Bobachet He's funny. If you didn't, if you watched the All Star, if you watched the Home Run Derby, you remember him with the mic talking to Vlad Guerrero Jr. with like all of his Dominican buddies, Juan Soto, all of that. It was hilarious. I think he should be like a part time broadcaster for the Home Run Derby. Did you uh,
0: see with the one the part with uh, Juan Soto giving Vladdy uh, advice in Spanish? No, not in Spanish. Uh, It was he was like. You're trying too hard. Just ease up and hit the ball as hard as you can and stuff. And uh, he was Juan Soto was just giving like really really good advice. And uh, Bob Shet was over here on the side. He was like, Yeah, yeah. What he said. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> funny.
1: That was just like funny. You could hear the, you could hear all the other broadcasters in the background laughing. It was just he had a good. He was having a good time. He is. He shows the spirit of baseball and its whole self. Yes. Um, moving on, we have Los Angeles Dodgers Freddie Fre- Freeman. Freddie
0: freaking Freeman.
1: <laughs> he started the All Star game with Mookie. The maybe the greatest one two punch in baseball right now probably is. I mean, like this man gets on base. He's the he is the player that the Dodgers signed to that multi million dollar contract two years ago. This is the dude they wanted. Three twenty average, seventeen home runs, sixty three RBIs, and a nine fifty five ops again a first baseman not very fast but 12 stolen bases for a first baseman is pretty good and he also had his two thousandth, 2000th? 2000th hit this year right i think uh, so that sounds about right I'm- i think so it was like i don't know what month it was but he did have that he has hit milestones and he's had just having fun playing the game the only
0: 2000th hit that i'm that I'm trying to think about is uh, McCutcheon. Yeah. But, uh. But,
1: like, this guy, he is an all star. He has. He's been to seven all star games. And I feel like this guy is just one of the best, most fun players to watch.
0: And, uh, you, you want to talk about being funny during the all star break. Did you, uh, hear him mic'd up in, like, the. What was it? First first inning? Yeah. With, um. M- with Mookie. With, well, yeah, him and Mookie were mic'd up, and Mookie was talking about how, uh. Freddie doesn't talk much to him when Mookie's playing second, uh, and also, which that conversation was pretty funny. But uh, it was really funny when so Randy Rosarina he he nearly robbed Freddie Freeman of a home run, mm-hmm. kind of in like the second play of the All Star game, and then Randy Rosarina got the first hit, and Freddie Freeman was over at first, and he was talking to him, and he was like, "That's not fair." You can't take away hits and get hits at the same time. Pick
1: one. (laughs) That is funny. I mean, like, this guy is just one of the greatest people you. if you could meet him, you would meet. He does everything on the field. He's a great defensive glove, and he's a great hitting bat. So I feel like he's the whole package.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was arguing for him. What (laughs) was it? Uh, Week two uh, of the podcast? I think so. Um, Where we... We're in that argument, and I I just think Freddie Freeman he he is he embodies the uh, the all around player that I, I mean when I think of like the all around player and stuff I obviously my mind goes to Willie Mays but like m- modern day him and Ronald Acuna Jr. they're two like great well rounded players that can do pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, the teammate of Yandy Díaz the pitcher. Shane McClanahan, I mean, he was your pick to start the All Star game, but yep. uh, I, I honestly think that um, I, I think that he was robbed in that category. I feel like he should have been the starter, but I, I don't know. Maybe the MLB is trying to like not have people start twice if they're yeah, for the pitchers, because considering like he has. I feel like he's doing a lot better this season than uh, Garrett Cole, so mm-hmm. I th- I think I think they're just trying not to like make it seem kind of rigged and stuff, mm-hmm. and but uh, and I think they're trying to give everyone a shot, which I think that's that's fair. But still, if they were doing it based off of performances, Shane McClanahan would definitely have been the starter. Mm-hmm.
1: He's just doing everything. He was a Cy Young caliber. He had a Cy Young caliber season last year. He could get one this year if he keeps pitching this way, and I feel like he's just doing everything right once more.
0: Um, Next up, Spencer Strider. Mm-hmm. I, he was my pick for the starter, but it was Zach Allen, which we mentioned him earlier, but I still think it should have been Spencer Strider. I mean, Spencer Strider currently has 166 strikeouts. Yeah. That's... That is stupid good, mm-hmm. especially since it's only halfway through the season. Yeah. Um, he's, I think he's been leading, like, the strikeouts for the past, since probably the first few weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. I think he's been leading since then, and, I mean, he's, his ERA, it's 344, which is not so good, but he can get strikeouts, um, and, I mean, he is, he is in a, uh, hard AL East, which, I mean, NL East, that, uh, that hits do come a lot in the, when it comes to the MLEs and yeah. because um, I mean they, there are players that just hit dingers and do pretty much whatever they want when it comes to the NLEs, because it's it is a tough division with a ton of stacked lineups, but uh, so your e- ERA will go up, but to have um, one hundred sixty six strikeouts. Only halfway through the year, that is really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's. I feel like I'm just understating it, but that is really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, next up, um.
1: The man of the hittings.
0: Does he need an introduction? Not really. I mean, it's Louisa Rice. It's.
1: Maybe going down is the greatest trade the Marlins have ever made in their life. In their small franchise history, and the worst one that the twins have ever made. Yeah, really. I mean, like, uh, they knew they were giving up a base hit machine. They knew they were giving up an all star, but they did not know they were giving up a three eighty hitter. That, that is like some in too many runs. That is like some
0: pirates level trading. I yeah, mean, really. he comes he comes off of winning the batting title, mm-hmm. and then he gets th- traded. And then you yeah. know what? Let's trade him away.
1: Yeah, he I mean, like. We can get something out of this. You got Pablo Lopez, who is still an All Star, but would you rather have Pablo Lopez who, or Luis Suarez? Yeah, yeah, and the Twins are still have decent pitching with Sonny Gray, who's also an All Star. I would have, I would not have made that trade if I could see into the future. I mean, well,
0: you didn't even need to. He was coming off of a batting title. Yeah, I don't
1: know why you would trade him afterwards.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and he's uh he has one hundred and twenty six hits at the moment, and with a three eighty three average. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to end up with a 30 30 season or anything like that. I mean, he only has three home runs and he only has one stolen base, but he's in the same league as, like, Boba where they, these guys, they hit for base hits and they hit for average.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Um, which I think contributors like that is what the MLB needs.
1: Yeah, Luis, I mean, like, the MLB this year, like, in the past few years have been hit home runs that's basically it i mean this guy he's like old-fashioned baseball he gets on base he doesn't hit for much power but he can when he wants to and he can hit for the cycle he hit for first in marlin's history maybe the last in marlin's history in the distant future but i feel like he's even if he's played half a year in the in miami he's still a big person in miami
0: i mean yeah it's He's hitting almost four hundred halfway through the season.
1: Yeah. That's
0: as I as I keep saying, that's ridiculously good. That's that shouldn't be right. Uh, but it is. Yeah. And it's just I mean, he's a base hit machine. There's really no other way to describe him. Yeah. But yeah. Now going on mo- to mo- the unicorn. moving on to uh a guy who needs no introduction whatsoever. Showtime, Shohei Ohtani. Yep. It's, Man of many
1: names and man of many places on the field. Yes. In the batter's box, on the mound, or the ball in the stands. This man can hit and pitch.
0: I mean, he's already a three-time All-Star, and he hasn't been in the MLB all that long. I mean, it's just, in all three times, he was elected in as both a pitcher and a hitter. I'm. It, yeah. That's. I mean. That's just crazy. The la- Um, I think in his like first or second All Star game, they were talking about how. Um, I- it was his first All Star game. They were talking about how. Um, he was, doing things that the last person to have done this was Babe Ruth. Yeah. I mean, he's hitting home runs and then, getting in. He, the craziest thing is he's always a contender for um like a silver slugger and a scion. Yeah. He's always a contender for both at the same time, which I feel like that's just unfair to the rest of players yeah. in the league, but keep doing it. My
1: only problem with the All-Star thing is that he was voted in as a pitcher and a hitter. He publicly said he was not going to pitch. I would give that spot away to somebody more this that somebody that they would pitch cuz Shohei did not want to pitch. He didn't he, have the energy. I would give his spot to somebody. He was who,
0: hurt. He couldn't pitch because he was
1: hurt. Yeah, but then why was he still an all-star? I mean, like, I get he was an all-star, but, like, I, I would give his – he can't – I don't want to, like, give this one guy two spots. I think there should be another guy that should get the spot.
0: True, but, like, he, here's the thing. Like, he he had a uh, – he was hurt with an injury that would, like, affect his pitching mm-hmm. not as much as his hitting it was like a blister on his hand or something yeah, that just, like was messing up with I his still, pitching i mean
1: like i still don't think he should have had the the pitching spot i still think that the american league should have given it to somebody else i
0: i do agree with you on that but it's just like it's it's shohei otani come yeah. on Uh um, don't
1: disrespect
0: the zero he's hitting over 300 he has 32 home runs He's wait, he's leading the league in home runs. Meanwhile, he's also a contender for a Cy. Yeah.
1: It's only the only player that has an OPS still over 1000.
0: Yeah. A 1.050 OPS.
1: If you doubled all of his stats, if you doubled his home runs and RBIs for for what he did in the first half, he would have 6 64 home runs and, like, 142 RBIs. Yeah. Those are ridiculous stats, and this is the... I don't know what the Angels are going to do with him. I don't think they can sign him back with all the money they're taking with Trout.
0: Did you uh, hear in the All Star game the... Oh, co- yeah. Come to, to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle
1: is chanting at Otani Ota, when he was at pl- the plate to come to Seattle. Um, yeah.
0: They, uh, they did something, they, like, showed a video of that on, a uh, Bleacher Report, and the comment section was blowing up with, yeah, go, go to Seattle, it rains every day, it's, it's awesome there, mm, um, yeah. and, and, then, and they were like, dude, don't do it, you should go to Florida or, like, Miami or something, and I, and I just had to put in the comments, yeah, Miami does seem to be the go-to for sports stars nowadays.
1: Yeah, really, I mean, like, there are just, like, so many people going over there i mean like messy
0: y'all got Messi. y'all got jimmy butler y'all are probably about to get damian lillard yeah it's i mean it's the go-to now
1: yeah
0: um but yeah moving on to our uh, next segment is the all-star break recap i mean we kind of went over this a little bit with uh that how the players were doing over the all-star break but uh vladimir guerrero jr wins the home run derby
1: first father-son duo to win a home run derby i think it's just incredible
0: yep and uh but it did not come without the challenge of julio rodriguez who popped off in the home run derby yeah
1: he's just amazing
0: setting a new first round record for home runs
1: with Forty
0: one was it? I think it was forty one or forty four. I...
1: No, I think it was forty one.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was forty one, but that's it was amazing.
1: Just... In like three minutes plus, like plus an extra three like... and a half
0: minutes. Three and a half minutes to hit forty one home runs
1: plus that like extra like other minute that he can get for the like the four forty plus. No, that's a half. That's a half. Minute. That's a half minute. I included yeah. that. It oh, was yeah. this. Th- yeah. Yeah, three
0: and a half minutes to hit forty one home runs. That's it's just. just...
1: Uh, there's something that's going on with his swing. He found something last year that just clicked and made his swing to a path that met, like had the ball go fast enough and had it go at the right a launch angle for it to go every single time.
0: Yep, and also, and then uh, the All Star Game was. Uh, oh wait, actually, first red carpet thing here for the All Star Break. But uh, did you see? Um, Ronald Cooney Jr. and his kid, both wearing the matching chains oh, th- of the two I small. That.
1: I think I saw that, yeah. That was, that was pretty funny. Wasn't Ozzy Albies in there, too? He wasn't wearing the chain, but he was with, with RAJ at the moment, I
0: think. M- might have been. Um, yeah, I just, I saw the picture of Ronald Cooney Jr. and his son both wearing the matching chain, um, which was funny and nice yeah. but um but anyway moving on to the all-star game it starts off with a bang I yeah. mean that it starts off I think with Ronald Cooney jr he yeah. hits a a blast which I honestly think two if it goes two feet farther um it would in, go. in the air home run yeah uh but it wasn't it wouldn't have been a home run it
1: would have been
0: like a double it but it would have been an easy double but it he was robbed by a catch.
1: Yeah, Dolas um, Garcia yeah, had a, an amazing catch being able to get still get that ball in the sun. You could see on the instant replay, you could see him like where is it? Oh I see, and then just sticks his glove out behind his head and just somehow catches the ball. I mean it, it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, it's just been it yeah, that it was a crazy start. Um, to an all-star and game. And his
1: best friend, Randy Rosarina did the same thing as robbing Freddie Freeman of a very close home run. Same thing as like, I can't see the ball, where is it? And then just sticks his glove out and makes the catch.
0: Small style.
1: Small style, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, it that was, those were two consecutive batters where that happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Two of pretty much the same thing. In two consecutive batters,
1: the game would have been much different if they didn't make that catch.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, either way, the NL won, Mm -hmm. but um,
1: first in twelve years, eleven? I don't don't know. It's too much to count by now. I don't really like. Yeah, I mean, it's either twenty eleven or twenty twelve is when they last won.
0: I'm not. I mean, I'm happy that the National League won. I was, I was rooting. I root for the National League every year Mm because that's where my favorite team is and stuff. But. Um, I will blame the fact that they won on the fact that both Aaron Judge was not available yeah. to to play at all and uh Otani wasn't able to pitch. So Tough luck. Yep. Yeah, but I honestly they I feel like the national league deserves it, but yeah. Um Randy Rosarina did get the first hit of the game. I said that. Yeah,
1: you talked about that before.
0: Yeah. Um, an
1: interesting thing was, like, Yandy Diaz' first All-Star game? I think it was. Yeah, yeah he had a home run, first at-bat, to give the A on early 2 nothing lead. It was just, that was an electric moment for him and probably the whole Rays organization.
0: But, yeah, as I said, Randy Rosarina got the first hit. Um, he tried to steal, yeah. but a beautiful throw by Sean Murphy had him out.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, easily out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was um, it was a ins- really good play. Uh, Sean Murphy is probably
1: –
0: I mean, you could make the argument for Jonah Heim, and you could probably make the argument for Adley Rutschman, but I do think Sean Murphy is probably the best catcher in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Um but um Elias Diaz he has a two run shot um and for the N O and that gets and that gets him the All Star Game MVP. Um and the All Star yeah. Game was won by the National League, which mm-hmm. I'm happy about.
1: Another thing about the Elias Diaz home run, uh man in his first All Star game, first All Star game at bat, thirty plus years old And he hits an absolute shot of a go-ahead home run. What a moment for him. I mean, like, the one Rocky for an All-Star. I mean, like, not really overall his career, not a great hitter. Like, a 736 OPS over his career. And just to come into the All-Star game like this and just make a big statement for himself is just kind of cool to watch.
0: Um... Now moving on to, as always, there is the Elsewhere in Sports topic of the day, where uh, I think we'll go over the NBA Summer League. Yeah. I will be honest. I'm going to be honest. I might get some criticism for this, though. I was not impressed by Wemby in the Summer League.
1: No. I was not impressed. Also, like, the whole thing with him and Britney Spears. I don't know what happened there. I don't really pay attention to the NBA much, but that was just, like, it was weird.
0: I mean, you come in, um, people saying you're the best prospect since LeBron.
1: I mean, his first game was not impressive, but his second game was a little bit more.
0: Yeah, but it's just like, you come into the Summer League. I mean, it's the Summer League. You're going against a bunch of, like, rookies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, G League guys. Which, you're ex- and you're supposed to be the best prospect since LeBron. People, I don't know, people are kind of expecting you to, I don't know, like, drop... Draw- Forty points or so. Um, yeah, I guess. i just he, he wasn't super impressive for me. Um, one guy who was impressive, shout out in the uh, summer league, uh, Brennan Miller. I think he he was showing us that although he was the number two pick, and I think everyone knows, and I think he knows that he wasn't going to get be the number one. That I, he was the he was the number one player in the summer league.
1: My problem is with Brandon Miller, I just, I'm not a fan of him. I don't like him. Like, mean, his whole thing with Alabama was, like, kind of weird. So I feel like it was just like, I not I, I think it's a good pick. He's a good player. I'm just not a fan of him. Yeah. I'm, I did like the Scoot Henderson pick. I don't know why they would pick him at, I don't know why he would be available at three. I think like the Hornets kind of fumbled right there, but I like, I like Scoot Henderson. He's a good player. And the whole thing with tr- the Trailblazers and Damian Lillard, should they build around Scoot Henderson? I think it's just kind of entertaining. Um, I
0: don't know. Like, have you seen how, uh, Grady Dick has been, like, all in the news and stuff? Yeah, that's with? weird. He was, I mean, first everybody's talking about how his suit with, uh, Ugh, that was the, awful. the Dorothy, uh, shoes
1: suit. The four, the, honestly,
0: tribute to Kansas.
1: I hate red glitter, but, like, I hate glitter itself, but to have a whole tux, like, the whole blazer is, like, Covered in red glitter. My God, this looks bad.
0: Oh, thank goodness. By the way, um, so two things. Just two comments about a suit. He had the matching pants for it. He oh
1: didn't. God. He didn't wear them. Oh, thank God. This man, I would be calling him like a red sparkling crayon up here. Uh, and thank goodness he got drafted by
0: a team whose main color is red.
1: Yeah, that'd be kind of weird if he was drafted by like a the team- Celtics.
0: No or a team like whose color is like sky blue like maybe the hornets or something. Yeah, that'd be like, funny. Like wearing the blue hat with like the red suit. Oh my gosh.
1: That would be so funny. <laughs> that would be weird too.
0: Yeah, but uh it was just yeah. Uh and and then another reason that he was all up in the headlines is uh Drake followed him for some reason. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
0: And now, and that was, like, all he could talk about. Yeah, and he, like, got interviewed. Um, he was like, yo, Drake followed me and stuff. And
1: it... I don't know why you would follow a guy that literally has an obsession with grid glitter. It's just, like, this man needs some actual fashion taste. Like, I'm being called, like, many names wearing big clothes. This man needs, like, some professional help.
0: The shoulders of that jacket. The though. shoulders like
1: is are you an NFL like tight end? What the heck are those? Like, there has to be like twenty pads out in those shoulders. God Yeah, but
0: anyway, let's stop making fun of a NBA player. Uh but and let's move on to our uh further comments. Um in the weeks that I was in Egypt, we uh, Messed out on this, on uh, saying this, but uh the
1: perfect game. Yeah, Domingo Herman. Mm-hmm. And then the very next, he's not a good pitcher. The very next inning, the very next start, he didn't even last five innings and gave up like ten runs, I think.
0: Let, let me just comment here. Um, The craziest thing was they got that perfect game. Against the, the A's. Well, yeah. The day after. mm mm-hmm. They have, they had their worst loss of all season, and it was against the A's. And then, you know, so they, I don't know what happened in that locker room, but uh, next day they come out with a uh, perfect game, which yeah. something happened. I don't.
1: Somebody got a yelling to.
0: Somebody got a severe talking to. Maybe a timeout. I don't know.
1: Go sit in the, go stand in the, boot, the cleats room.
0: Noah, uh, go go stand in your locker while we all stare at you and make you feel ashamed. Yeah. Somebody, I I don't know who it was. Or the hat, but,
1: the hat of shame.
0: <laughs> I don't know who it was, but somebody must have gotten a talking to. Um, either that, or their coaches are very good at inspiring. Uh, Domingo Hermann or something, because yeah. I don't know. The world
1: in that locker must have been like, we cannot lose a series. To the Oakland
0: A's, yeah, good. I don't know what happened. Something had to have happened, but mm-hmm. yeah. Who knows? Maybe they. Uh, Game of
1: baseball.
0: Maybe steroids were passed around the room. Who knows? Uh,
1: the, <laughs> the Yankees? I don't think so. I feel like the Yankees wouldn't do that, especially with Judge out. It it was just it was it
0: was a just a joke comment yeah, because yeah. It, it, I don't know, but it seems kind of weird how you just go. From worst loss of the season, and that happens against the worst team in baseball to throwing a perfect game the next night
1: yeah
0: i i it's just a joke, but like something must have happened,
1: yeah, well, I think that wraps up the episode um, yep, yeah, but anyway,
0: it's sorry, uh, we kept you waiting so long, but this is uh this has been this has been really fun uh, tune in next week, all right deuces